Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning into the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. Very good Johnson. Oh, TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Oh, yeah. This is the music I like the most. This is, the oh, yeah. <laughs> this is our classic music to come out to for this for this show. It's so weird because it's it's a little uplifting and this show is a little dark. <laughs> Gotham is a little dark. It is, but this show lifts my spirits. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of the show, we are starting, uh, welcome back to another Gotham podcast. This is for episode 12, uh, titled What the Little Bird Told Him. And my name is Joyce. I will be the host for tonight. Ryan is out for tonight. He is on a nice little vacation. He'll be back next yeah. week, hopefully. And uh, joining me, I have uh, Monty here. Hi, everybody. Monty <laughs> Bolana. So excited. And Steve Kaufman. Steve Kaufman is here. I was on a little vacation this time. The last time we did this show, I think we all kind of I think, were out. We are at the, least once. The last yeah. one. no, I wasn't no, here. No, there's Nando. Nando was oh, here with right. Ryan because so literally the three people you didn't get last episode, here you're getting we're this here. episode. You're welcome. Don't ask for anything else the rest of the year. Wow, <laughs> I'm just glad I'm feeling better. No pressure. No pressure, guys. No pressure. We have to live to. No one needs anything else ever. <laughs> Well, let's get started on this episode. It was nice. We had a nice little break, and we came back to... Actually, I thought this episode was pretty good. The storylines were kind of connected. They weren't all over the place, like, like you know, we may have thought before in yeah. the past. Yeah. Um, but again, this episode is called What the Little Bird Told Him, and we found out a lot more about the uh, electrocutioner, which is a very cute name. Mm. I like it. They came up <laughs> with it during the show. Um, and uh, starting in... At the very beginning, we had a really cool opening song by Johnny Cash. I think it was called uh, God Will Cut You Down. And we just see um, Jack Gruber, a.k.a. Electrocutioner, walking through the city of Gotham, like all ominous-like and pretty crazy-looking. I'm, I'm glad we got to see more of him. I was, he yeah. kind of met my expectations. What'd you guys and think? And he fits in with like an old school Batman villain that you'd find in like the comics from the forties and fifties, which is agreed. He's, yeah. He uses electricity. Yeah. It's like, okay, that's I buy it. Yeah. yeah. In, the, in this world, I buy it because there, there's no there's no present day in the Gotham we're watching. Right. So electricity could just as well be magic, but we learn later. It's, it's simple, still but it's still convincing. Yes, going with the simplicity of it. Yeah, he was a little eerie. Not necessarily scary and like, oh, this big old monster. He just looked like a normal crazy person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a little eerie to watch him. Yeah. He's pr- pretty much, he's acts insane, but we find right. out more about him, including that he isn't really 
insane. He he turned out to have admitted himself into a mental institution before Arkham opened up. Mm-hmm. And once he found out Arkham opened up, uh, we find out that he had connections that allowed him to transfer himself into Arkham. Mm-hmm. And we also find out that his name wasn't Jack Gruber in the beginning. It was Jack Bukin- Bukinski. Mm-hmm. He also had connections that allowed people to um, change his name to Jack Gruber, um, which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Quite the opportunist. Yes. That he... Because he got himself institutionalized because Arkham was going to become a place. Mm-hmm. So he could then get transferred to Arkham. Yeah. I, I'll i save it for predictions, but that <laughs> like that part to me, where I'm, that part to me and how easily easily he went down. I'm yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. There's okay. more happening here. Exactly. How easily he went down. That's another thing. Yes. Yeah. Well, we find, so Jack Gruber, a.k.a. the Electrocutioner, he broke out of Arkham in the last episode on Gordon's watch. And in the beginning, we find him uh, walking to uh, a store. I forgot what the title of that store was called. Irwin, Irwin's Electronics. Irwin's yeah. Electronics. Yeah. Okay. And, and he meets Irwin inside of the store. But first, he electrocutes the guy that was going to open the door for him and let him in. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of sad for that guy. Totally. Oh, well. Oh, yeah, well. A mallet to the head yeah. would have incapacitated him just the same. So he meets up with Erwin, who I'm <laughs> assuming was one of his connections from the very beginning. And um, he kind of walks into this like storage lair of all his gadgets and, and things that he had waiting for him when he got out. And um, we also have Aaron Danzig, who was one of his little pawns mm-hmm. from Arkham Asylum that is one of his best subjects, or so he claims, right. coming in with him to to execute his plan. Yeah. So, well, he has Pun no- intended? Yes. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Uh, yes. And it's, <laughs> I was like, go with that. <laughs> and Danzig, we don't get a lot of Danzig this week, but mm. like they mentioned it last week, they mentioned it last time, that he has no concept <clears throat> of lying. Like, I don't, he doesn't know the concept. That's true. Which... I hope I well he he went down too never mind but like I hope we still get to see more of him because that's just an interesting yeah mm-hmm. that's interesting all around that somebody's just in their like I words I'm speaking words to you right now <laughs> yeah words are just compilations of things that happened exactly wait telling you words that are false I don't know what that means <laughs> can't compute <laughs> cannot compute well we see that um, Jack Gruber has this plan like he just looks really menacing and he puts on that. Um, electrocution thing around Irwin's head mm-hmm. and makes him what he made Aaron Danzig, another one of his little pawns. And then we jump to um, the GCPD office and Essen is telling the crew about this. You know, this is a problem. This is what we found out that, you know, this happened in Irwin's electronics. Um, and she mentions, obviously, Jack Ruber and, and how he's dangerous and everything. And he, she wants everyone to be on this case. Mm-hmm. But as huh. soon as she says the commissioner will be coming in, or what does she say? Uh, commissioner will get here soon. All of a sudden, we see Jim walk in at that right at that exact moment, which I thought was kind of foreshadowing. It was like the commissioner will get here soon, mm-hmm. and then here yeah. comes Jim Gordon. It's like he will be the commissioner. Yeah, soon. <laughs> well, we don't know who this commissioner is yet, but Jim Gordon comes in and says, "This is my case. This happened while I was at Arkham. I want this case." And the commissioner walks in. What do you guys think of the commissioner first, right off the bat? Huh? Strikes me as the kind of guy who would be the commissioner of this of this police force. Yeah, where it's just a glad handing up top kind of a person. Like literally, um, l- not Loeb, Lieb, um, <clears throat> Loeb, Loeb. Okay, yeah. it is Loeb. Mm-hmm. There were times, there were times in certain parts of the series, in the past ten episodes, that I was like, "Isn't Loeb the commissioner?" 
<laughs> like she seems to be running that whole giant room with all the cops. Isn't doesn't that mean she's the commissioner? Exactly. He's never mm. there. Mm-hmm. And that's what Gordon stands up to him about and tells him, like, since when do you care? Why are you on this case? I want this case. And Commissioner asks uh Gordon to come into his office along with Bullock. And we know that Gordon doesn't have his badge anymore. He's no longer considered a detective since he's been demoted to Arkham. But he wants that badge back. So he's asking Commissioner for that badge. And Commissioner says, you know, I'll give it to you, but first go get the two guys. Go get Aaron Danzig and go get Jack Gruber. And throughout the whole episode, that's Jim's mission. They have 24 hours. 24 hours. And Bullock just gets dragged along. Yeah. He's so funny. I love when he's like, "Uh, for the record, sir, I don't have any rebellious in my belly or something like that. Yeah, whatsoever. Or when he was telling my favorite line from Bullock this episode was when he was like, so you think you've been calm this whole time? Oh, yeah. So you think you've acted calm this whole time? Yeah. So you think you've acted... Like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. Have you been present during all of this? <laughs> yeah. That was really funny. That was my favorite. <laughs> and it reminded me of Ocean's Eleven. It, oh, yeah. Like that like whole interaction. Uh-huh, yes. The whole interaction. It reminded <clears throat> me of George Clooney and Brad Pitt and That's Ocean's true. Eleven. I was like, oh. <laughs> and I liked them. Those yeah. two actors to look at. Yes. Oh, they're are, very are nice. they are they attractive? Are um, they? you know, Just some people them. might say. I think <laughs> I've read places <laughs> that those men are found. They're 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 okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't even do it. She was no. By the end of the game. No, no, they're, they're amazing. <laughs> they're yeah, they're, they're yeah. We know I'm that Jordan, hot. I'm <laughs> actually getting warm too. <laughs> that's, that's actually <laughs> me. <laughs> because I'm sitting next to Steve this time. I don't get hot when I sit next to Ryan, so. Aww. Thanks, Steve. Well, so Ryan doesn't You're welcome. Get this one. <laughs> um, alright, so we, we know that Gordon will say anything to get his badge back, so he basically told Commissioner Loeb he knows how Gruber thinks he knows what his next moves will be, but when he walks away with Bullock, he tells Bullock he lied. He has no <laughs> idea what's coming up next. So um, insanity ensues as they find out more about Gruber and the electrocutioner and what he has planned. Yeah, which is pretty oh, yeah. cool. Does oh. some yeah, gets tips and everything, mostly from Doctor Tompkins. Yeah, she comes in later, um, played by Marina Backern, who I love so much. Since the days of Firefly, she's amazing. <laughs> she's she's great. This character, not yeah. buying it. Yeah, what you were telling me that you kind of have this theory about her. I have a theory about her and Arkham in general. Okay, that she's the only person we know back at Arkham, and they're either going to create a brand new person who's running the revolving door that is Arkham, or it's her. Yeah, and I think it's her. She doesn't really hold much value if she's just Gordon's new love interest. Yeah. There's going to be something much bigger yes. for her character in order for her to stay interesting or to just, to just stay on the show. Yeah. Yeah. I I think she's... Well, I think she is running Arkham. They don't. They didn't explain what happened. Yeah. Like, they never went back there since last episode, and I honestly... <coughs> that's my thought, right? I have a deeper, I have a way deeper prediction, but that's my thought on her. Just when she walked in and again, and I was like, there's no way. Like every time she walks in, she walks in at a moment where you're questioning, like, who's doing this? Like, Mm -hmm. who's behind all this? The intentions, yeah. Exactly. You kind of get that air of her. Mm -hmm. Um, but she comes into the office, the GCPD office, with this voodoo doll that one of the inmates create, or no, sorry, inmates create voodoo dolls to give to another inmate who, who casts these voodoo spells. Right? Yes, that's and um, it's a good hostel in prison. Yeah, it's pretty good. She does it. She barters it, trades uh, coke and candy for the for the service yes. for all the inmates, which is really silly and cute. <laughs> kind of reminds me of um, Orange Is the New Black in a way. 
Yes. <laughs> yep. In, in terms of Gotham. Yeah. Um, and they find out that when Gruber was at Arkham Asylum, he did create a voodoo doll to give to this other inmate. And the voodoo doll ended up looking like someone we know very well on the show, Mr. M. Mr. M. Yeah. And then it pans over to Maroney. So that's when we find out you know, Gruber's goal, like why he's doing all of this, what his MO is, and mm. he's after Maroney. It's revenge. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Made, it, made it nice and clear, because up until then, we were actually very yeah, confused. I would, yeah, I wouldn't have thought. So it's, but, it's all coming yeah. together now. Although, what we know now is that Maroney's the second betrayer. At least the second betrayer, and we learn a little later on that there were four betrayers. Yeah. So he was one of his false friends, yes. one of his connections. Um, and we find out that Maroney was in uh, was in a partnership with Gruber when Gruber was robbing a bunch of banks, mm-hmm. and it seems like Maroney kind of took whatever you know he got from from those robberies and also outed Gruber. Was yeah, that, that sounds that, about right. Yeah, well, because Maroney seems pretty pretty in good with the police. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, clearly because <laughs> he's brought into GCPD office and he's just chilling, just hanging out, which just is and so, that's not and the making first him time. laugh, joking around, asking for coffee it, it and just, getting it. Yeah. Exactly, it's a testament to how corrupt this police department mm-hmm. is. Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting. So this is that's why uh, Gruber is after Maroney because he he betrayed him, mm-hmm. which is which is. Uh, why what uh, Irwin was writing on the walls made sense. So when, when Gordon and Bullock found Irwin in Irwin's electronics when they were investigating the crime scene, they found Irwin writing, I will not betray my friend mm-hmm. on the walls with the marker. And he was all out of his mind. Yeah. Mm. Tripping. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. Straight, straight tripping. He turns, yeah. around, tripping. He turns around and he's still writing in the air like, I will not betray my friend. Aww. Right before this show, we were talking like Real like, na- like 90s, 90s rappers. <laughs> yeah. And then we just brought it back. We were just Call back to something none of you saw. Yeah. That's, that's how we were all here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, so once Gordon finds out about um, Maroney being, you know, the whole goal for yes. Gruber and everything, um, we ca- we cut to Maroney sitting at the, ta- the table of the restaurant with Penguin and uh, a bunch of other of his mm-hmm. family members. Mm-hmm. And he's just talking, having a good time. And uh, we know that Penguin has had some sort of ulterior motive, you know, to get Liza in trouble, to get Fish in trouble with Maroney, or with Falcone, sorry. Because we know that Fish wants to take down Falcone and kind of take over his family and everything. So we see Penguin and Maroney sitting at the table, and um, uh, we we also know that um, Jack Ruber is coming up to the restaurant to try mm-hmm. to catch Maroney, but it doesn't happen um, because we see that Penguin gets electrocuted as he tries to open the door to leave because he gets a call from Falcone. Mm. We can get to that (laughs) storyline later. Yeah, he gets a call from Falcone, (laughs) but he tells Maroney it's his mom and he wants to leave. His mom is very, very sick. Um, It was cool to see Penguin back on the screen. He was really good. (laughs) I was shocked when he was electrocuted. I mean, it was... Ha! Ah, I see what you did there. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Pun intended. Uh, (laughs) It's funny because that scene happened and I saw... Right before they cut to the table scene, like you were describing, Irwin's electronics car yes. was like parked right outside of that. But you you see it, and I saw it, and then I didn't even think twice. Yeah. And then when Penguin <laughs> opened the door, I was like, uh, duh, <laughs> stupid. Like, like me. this is yeah, because we know that that Gruber will do anything and go anywhere to get Maroney wherever he is. Right. 
But so. at the time, in, at the time of the episode, it was so early in the episode yeah. that I was like, "Oh, the Irwin Electronics—they're just doing their own thing." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're gonna get into this deep. We're gonna get into this deep, like seaside plot. <laughs> yeah. With, with Maroni and Penguin, and Penguin needs to leave, and this whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Then no, nope, not so much. Nope, sick mom. Oh go. Oh yeah. But Maroni believes him, which is you know. Yeah. Well, you know, mom. moms are very important yeah. in the Don's, you know, in the Don's world. Yeah, and up until this <laughs> point, like, Maroni has no reason to not trust exactly. Penguin up until that point. So, yeah. of course, he's going to be like, yeah, your mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a so, soft spot. Exactly. Yeah. And we know that's a soft spot for Falcone, too. It's yeah. a soft spot for a lot of bad people in, in Gotham, <laughs> yeah. it sounds like. Your moms. Exactly. Well, a lot of mommy issues over in yeah. Gotham. Yeah. Sad, sad time. Sad time. Yes. Um, but, you know, once once Penguin gets electrocuted, the door opens and um, Gruber's men throw, throw some sort of electric bomb or whatnot. And that's when we see Maroney walk out from the back of the restaurant. And that's when um, Gordon interrogates him mm-hmm. and basically says, you know, I know Gruber's after you. Here's why. Because, you know, you betrayed him. He wants to kill you. And why don't I just put you in protective custody? Which Maroney basically knows. It just means he's going to be bait. Because, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. he wants to lure... Gordon wants to lure Gruber to Maroney so he can capture him. Mm-hmm. So they take him to GCPD, along with Penguin, who, by the way, already spilled the beans in oh, a yes. state of electric stupor. <laughs> in a state of electric shock, he gets up and goes, I, I have urgent business with, with, with Falcone. And then he drops yeah, down again. Yeah, after being persistent of the fact that he's going to go... Take care of his mom. But no, Maroney finds out that he was going to go see Falcone because Falcone finds out that, uh, you know, well, he's he hears Liza being threatened over the phone by fish. It's all ploy. We'll find out about that later. Um, But that's where Penguin was heading. (laughs) Yeah. So he spoils it. He spills the beans and gets in trouble with Maroney. And then we just see him being plopped down on a desk in GCPD. (laughs) That was really cute. I actually liked that a lot because... That was the safest place for Penguin to be. It's so true. If he said the wrong thing. That's completely. So true. Yeah. Or not. And I, I th- think actually only Gordon would ha- only Gordon would help him. But I think that's probably why Maroney just let him go or you know, yes. You know, he they were both in the office and he calls out Penguin. He was like, "You said you had business with Falcone." Mm-hmm. And, and Penguin's like, "No, I swear." He's like, "I promise you, it's not that. It's my mom, her heart, her mouth." So he finally mm-hmm. just said Fine, go. So I think that's probably why, because what was he going to do there? He had to yeah. send some. Like he had, he had someone follow him. Yeah, that's There's exactly what I thought. No yeah. way. Yeah. There's no, <laughs> no way, way he believes him. Yeah. No way someone's not following. And him. And if he believes him, Maroni, we got some talking to do. Exactly. Well, it looks looks like it doesn't matter, but we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, you know, following this electrocutioner storyline. You know, um, Maroni and Gordon and. Um, and Penguin, they're all still in GCPD office. And um, the electrocutioner comes by behind the building. He has this whole setup to basically short fuse the entire building, which which is kind of strange to me. I mean, you were saying yeah. that that was such a silly, like, plan. Well, Gordon's plan. I thought that was a silly plan on oh, Gordon's part. Because he put so much collateral down. Like, yeah, that's so true. <laughs> like, I don't think any of the, he, he was clearly the only one wearing the goulashes. The goulashes. <laughs> to help you. Yeah. And just, like, you just, like, electrocuted, like, 12 police officers. Yeah. To get to one guy that you purposely left in a police station. And, and, um, 
what's his name? Gruber was asking Gordon, are they all worth your protection or, or do they all deserve your protection? And he's like, yes, but they're all electrocuted because of this plan. <laughs> yeah. just, like, and like, I, I understand they're the, they're the Gotham PD that's like in Maroney's pocket. Yeah. But like, they're still people though, right? <laughs> like, you're not going to win any friends this way, Jim still Gordon. people. Yeah. How are you going to be commissioner? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I also thought that Gruber's plan was a little elaborate and dramatic. Mm-hmm. He could have just like turned off the switch for the building. But that like, seems yeah. to be. But Gordon said that that that's that uh that, that's was, his mo. That's his mo that he would he would want to gloriously destroy a police precinct. Yeah. So that makes sense. But it, on Gordon's end, it was a terrible idea. Just yeah, well, I'm just gonna put scene. a bunch of. I'm just gonna have everyone at risk. Well, I'm the safe one. Well, I'm the safe one. And not even tell anybody to wear the goulashes either. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I love how Enigma is the one who gave him the idea to wear the goulashes. Yeah. Mm. He was oh. he was cute this episode. Oh, He's Enigma. always cute. I love him. I love his character yeah. now. Now. In this origin I about, state. <laughs> I was about to say, you guys are going to hate this guy. <laughs> what? Spoiler. You're saying he's not nice? No. The, yes. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's crazy. <laughs> I refuse to believe that. Yeah. And then this fight scene breaks out between Jim and Aaron Danzig and Gruber, who kind of just stands by. Um, but he finally sees Maroney underneath Penguin, and that's when that's when Jim comes and like interferes and intercepts with the whole... Um, yeah. Uh, what's it called? Capturing of Maroney. But um, the fight broke out. It was kind of like anticlimactic. Kind of. And I love I love Gruber's like Darth Vader-esque. Yes. Uh, oh, no, I like guess. everything about Gruber. <laughs> but then it's just like, you don't like to lose. You're, and like, he really gets in deep on who, go- who Gordon no, it's may so be. True. Like, you don't like to lose. It's your primitive ego. It's all these things. And he's like, you're right. I don't like to lose. Yeah. And he throws, like, water or coffee. It was coffee. I think it looked like coffee yeah. and then just malfunctions the whole suit. That was it. And that it. was it, yeah. That, that, the scene ended, or that particular scene ended. It was Yeah, so... and then we we jump cut to their arresting... And they're taking their... photos and celebrating, and Commissioner's giving uh, Jim his badge back. Mm-hmm. Right. I just thought it was too easy. Oh, Way completely. too easy. It was just all too easy, and I feel like Gruber... He's got to be smarter than that mm-hmm. as as a villain, as a character. He is. To just... To just Follow Maroney wherever he is, even if it's at uh, Gotham uh, City Central. Okay, yeah. this is Nando. I gotta, yeah, I gotta jump in. On yeah, this. please Sorry, tell us, tell um, us. Yeah, I mean, after last <clears throat> week, after doing the show with Brian, and we were just building up this character as such a like the first supervillain, almost in a way, just felt yeah, like, mm-hmm. like a, he could have been a supervillain. To see him go like the Wicked Witch of the West in Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yeah, just, just, just like that. Just like that. He <laughs> was just crazy. No, he wants to go back to Arkham. That's what he... He wants to have an Electroshock army, which is also the name of my improv team. But <laughs> he wants to have an Electroshock army built from built from prisoners of Arkham. I mean, Nando popped there. I like it. <laughs> 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 Also, maybe a sketch team. I so, don't, you, so you think we'll see more of him? I think he's gonna once pretty he gets much. Admitted I back. think he's gonna run Arkham so when they put him there. That's cool too because we won't just have him as a villain once and then that's it. Like, no, he'll, yeah. he'll definitely be a continuous problem. Yes, for I, Gordon and, and GCP. Although I do like the realism of like he has this giant electricity electricity thing on his <laughs> chest, and Gordon just assesses the whole situation. He's about to get. Duh, 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 what if I just pour water on it? Yeah, I mean, it was the simplest thing, but anticlimactic so for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. I think maybe that's why they did it so anticlimactic, because well, it's and, not the end of it. And coincidentally, yeah. and coincidentally, 
the executioner, which is not the same character in Arkham Origins, the video game, mm-hmm. goes the exact same not the exact same way, but he goes like with one punch. So it's just like really <laughs> yeah. funny. Really? Yeah. Well, he goes with one punch. It's like this big build up. If you're playing the game, spoiler, if you haven't played Arkham Origins or if you want to play Arkham Origins. I haven't Origins. played Origins. But I'm play it's, just City. One punch, <laughs> it's just one punch and he goes down. He's built up like this boss. That's that goes so down silly. Like, yeah. But I would love that in a video game. If you work really hard to get to the boss and you think you're going to spend like 30 minutes on the boss and you just get close to him and punch him and in the face. And then you unlock an achievement. And then he just, then he just drops. Like, I did it. I did achievement. It. One it. punch. I have time to go on to the next level now. There you go. As long as I don't sleep. I, have, I had a problem <laughs> when I played video games. That's why I don't play video games anymore. Did because you just stay up all night <laughs> I, I just, to I, that, I just like that becomes what I do. Yeah, until especially, I pass the game. Especially the Arkham games are you so know, much fun. I lost an entire summer to The Sims. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> there goes Nando. <laughs> I bring my entire audience oh, is like Nando. Can't believe you admitted that. <laughs> right? Lost it. Don't know what else I did. Oh man! Apparently, I ate. <laughs> oh, that's good. Apparently, well, I'm that's glad funny. you're still alive <laughs> after that summer. <laughs> anyway, um, so they do capture Gruber, which is what he wanted, mm. and um, we see Commissioner taking the photos, handing Gordon his badge back, and they sort of have this conversation where Gordon is like basically threatening him, telling him the next minute takes my badge away for any reason, I will make him eat it. Love it. And that's when we find out Commissioner's name, which is Commissioner Loeb. You were saying that it would make sense that. He was, I, I said it would be really telling because up until that moment we didn't know Commissioner Loeb's name. Yeah, we, he was just the commissioner, this mm-hmm. commissioner, and then he even said up top like your father was a district attorney and blah blah blah. You should have went in the law. That the age the age difference was just right, and like I was just like, this this would be highly impractical if yeah. the commissioner turned out to be. Jim Gordon's dad, but how I thought I think it would be a cool. Twist. It would be really cool, it'd be cool to, to work find out with them. What what his history was going from DA to commissioner, and then the, when they first met or when they first started talking in the beginning of this episode, and Gordon's attitude towards the commissioner was kind of that of a son whose father was never around. It was like, since when do you care about Bad. this? Very true. It's making so a lot more sense. It made now. sense, but unfortunately, the name Love could be the first name. Could be, but we call Commissioner Gordon by his yeah. last name. Um, in the future. Or, <laughs> God. Which spoil is so whole, far away. Spoil the whole series. Which sorry. has a second season, by the way. I know, Yay! that's right. Yes. I can't believe we didn't start off this uh, podcast with that news. Uh, Gotham got signed for a yes. second season. We were doing a lot that's of banter. That's amazing. I'm so happy for Gotham. We had a lot of yeah. good host banner up top. Yeah. We, we, I no know. Time. We didn't, we <laughs> forgot about it, but I'm really happy for all the cast. Yeah. I think yeah. They're great, and I like to see how the show progresses. I mean, I feel like I really want to watch the show more and more just to find out how they're going to uh, evolve. evolve and kind of show how time passes and yeah. what happens when time mm-hmm. passes. Great. So. And- and new villains and new people. And what about Bat Boy? And... Just Bat Boy. I want him to come back. <laughs> Just you, you want him to. You you want a Bat Boy at the Gotham baseball stadium? Yes. A, a little boy who runs the yes. bats between. Yeah. Okay, just Bat Boy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> they need to have a baseball scene just for that one. Just to have a boy running bats. Oh, Look at this bat boy. Yeah, I would love that. A little, it's like a little foreshadowing. Yes. <laughs> like a little telling of the future <laughs> in a silly way. Yes. That'd be cute. Um, so we mentioned earlier that um, Penguin got dismissed by Maroney because he probably didn't convince Maroney that he really was going to see his Not mom. Not even a little. But he uh, 
you know, left to go see his mom, quote unquote. But he really goes on to see Falcone because we find out that Falcone was falsely, um, he got a phone call yes. from a strange person. And we know as an audience that it was Fish Mooney, who's been wanting to take Falcone down this whole time. Mm-hmm. And she obviously hired Liza to kind of seduce Falcone or to sort of just keep him in a different place in his mind because we find out that Liza reminds him of his mom. Mm-hmm. Like, she looks mm-hmm. like his mom, which we see... In that first scene at the exactly. of Act 1, like, they lay it on just in case you probably didn't watch the last couple <laughs> weeks. So she's like, no, no. That's what? Yeah. That the, she looks like flashback. his mom. Yeah. Exactly. It was her. It was, her. it was literally just her. It was, it was her just Liza. and then a, a young Falcone. A young Falcone. Yeah. Um, and that... We hear that music in the background that... Liza lured him with in the beginning when she first met him. That music was in the background of when the day it looked like his dad passed mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. They were sort of mourning his father with that song in the background. And he was sitting on the lap of his mom, who looks just like Liza, which is why Falcone, or which is why yeah. Fish hired her. Mm-hmm. So Penguin knew this, Liza knew this, Fish knew this, and they were all keeping this from Falcone. Um, but Penguin was on his way to go tell Falcone that whole truth. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he obviously got held back because he, he, like he got a little electrocuted. Yes. Yeah. That happened. <laughs> well, but but that whole <laughs> that whole plotline, that whole story with Fish versus Falcone, she finally makes her move against Falcone to get him to leave Gotham so that she can have the family signed over to her so she could have a spot. Um, she almost succeeds. Yeah. Right. I Which couldn't believe was it. Crazy. Yeah. The, the the turn of events as it was. Unfolding, I was like, "There's no way yeah. this is as easy as it it's seems." That was literally what I thought was. Well, for, at first, I'm just, he was like, "Oh, I guess I should leave." Yeah, and then I'm like, "There's no way that's happening." <laughs> yeah, Sunday. there's no way. It's, and then I remember like, "Not Penguin's going to get to him." Or, or, well, at first, you're just. Well, no, this was because the anonymous voice told Falcone that he should leave, right? Yes, yes. Was so, so even then, he was like, I guess I should just leave. Yeah. Because he, I, it seemed like he was kind of stewing in that thought for a while mm. because he's, he knows that everyone just kind of wants him to go. Mm-hmm. And he figured, maybe this is my time. He's like, yeah. I do want to live in the countryside with Liza. I do just want to relax and, and be in this environment that, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. that's not here. But at the same time, time, at the same time, that thought was orchestrated by, like... I think Fish is the only person who actively wants him to go. Like, she planted all these seeds and basically made him believe that he chose this. Including a woman who would also be an exit strategy. Yeah. Right. So he put him in a place where he would go that quietly. That's true. It's like, that's that's amazing. Yeah. There's no way that's happening. There's no way. Like, Penguin will stop that. And at first I'm like, oh, well, Penguin will let him know that it's Fish and that Fish... um, and that fish planted her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then he, he figures he it out. He figured it out. He figures it out that it's fish, but he still wants to go. So when yeah. when she called him back, being fish, being herself, she basically says, oh, you know, I'm getting calls about about Liza or something. Uh, what's happening? And he straight up confronts her over the phone and tells her, like, I know this is you. And um, she just wa- she tells him she just wants him to sign papers to mm-hmm. hand over the family and just leave town. And he agrees, which... Mm-hmm. You know, we just said it was well. He agrees because when simple. he was, well, when he was talking to her over the phone, he was truly ready. In his mind, Liza was this mother-like figure that he can run away with forever. Mm-hmm. That that's not going to be like not indentured to him at all. By the way, their relationship got a lot less creepy this episode. Yes, a little bit. Incredibly, I was like, I was like, like okay, almost healthy. 
Yeah, it didn't seem like. I mean, clearly she. We know this, and she also confirmed that he, uh, Liza confirmed that he never laid a finger on her. He never wanted to touch her in any inappropriate way. He just liked her company. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, like, even though she is in this business, she does seem kind of like an honest, quiet girl who just got yeah. caught up and needed a place to stay. Yeah. Well, and, you can't. You can't live with someone for months, right? And not be your like not be yourself. You she's pretty much just leaving out one awful truth. Yeah, yeah. And it's not even a case of Stockholm syndrome because he was good to her. He mm-hmm. he gave her an opportunity yeah. to leave at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he wanted her to be yeah. independent. He wanted to find a find a good guy, get married, yeah, have open kids. a bakery. Yeah, I would love to open a bakery. <laughs> let's let's <laughs> one day. Let's do this. <laughs> Let me get a Falcone in my life. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding, I hate bakers. Just kidding, I hate bakers. <laughs> I love bakers. <laughs> um, so, you know, even though um, Falcon already knew that this was Fish's doing, um, Penguin finally makes his way oh, and yes. basically tells him that Liza was planted by Fish, so he confirmed everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Liza was just put there because Fish knows the most about your mom and your relationship with your mom and, you know, what she meant to you. And at first, Falcone's like, you're lying. This smacks is not true. Him. He smacks him. Mm. But it's true. When has Penguin ever really lied to Falcone or been wrong? Yeah. And that's what, what Penguin says. When have I been wrong? Yeah. I've never been, like... Exactly. I've ste- I've steered you the right direction too many times yeah. for me to be wrong yeah. here. Exactly. So that's when we see Falcone... Under the pretense of, you know, going over to sign over the family, he goes over to uh, Fish's club. Which, by the way, what does she do when she's not plotting I, her um, her new life? Like, she, is it just me or is her life just totally meh when I, she's not being conniving and mischievous? I think she's just sitting at that bar. She just sits there. She's just yeah. sitting at that bar. I'm, I assume she drinks when we don't see. And she's in perfect shape. She's always made up and beautiful. Man. Well, I guess that's part of it. She's a huge team. She's probably at the gym for like three hours in the morning. Yeah, she has nothing else to worry about. Yeah. And then she like takes three calls. Must Butch, be nice. ha- Butch handles everything. Yeah. Butch. Aw. Oh, he had a good episode. I'm worried. For, I'm worried. Worried about Butch. Me too. Yeah. Worried about Butch next week. Me too. Let's. Well, Butch thinks that Fish basically has uh, Fal- Falcone in the bag. Like, yeah. yeah, you got this. Let's celebrate. And she's like, no. She's like, I'm giving him an easy way out, but. Um, this is not a time to celebrate. Yeah. Like, it's not done yet. This yeah. isn't over. Yeah. Um, so she has Falcone meet her at the club in an hour and to sign those papers. And he gets there, and before he signs the papers, he wants to be shown Liza so that he knows she's okay, he knows she's not hurt, maybe. He Just cares. so he can look her in the face and, and say, how long have you been with Fish? Exactly. Yeah. He wants to ask her straight up, face yeah. to face. And that's smart. That was like very, yeah, yeah I, I like that. I like the Falcone we know. Well, because yes. he can, because the Falcone we know could look someone dead in the face and ask them a question like that and have all the information they need. Yeah. Because he was already probably 60 to 80% sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just because... I have to say, Liza did a good job yeah. basically trying, basically lying to him. Mm-hmm. I thought she did... I thought she was convincing if he wasn't already sure right. that, you know, she was just planted for him. Yeah. Hmm. So, um, but poor girl ends up dead because... Uh-huh. And I'm... <laughs> Yeah. Literally in my notes, when Liza comes up and she's like staring him in the face and it's like, "No, I really like staying, spending time with you," and blah blah blah. And I was like, "Wow, she's so cold." Yeah. And then at That's the end, true. he was like, "I'm sure you're a wonderful woman," but and then chokes her to he death. Chokes I was like, her to death. No, Falcone's the cold one. Yeah, oh, no. that was such a. 
I loved it. Yeah. And uh, seeing Fish's face, like, holy crap, I can't believe he's doing that to her. Yeah, and I like that she kind of gestured to do something, and then Butch was like, no. Because even though yeah. she was planted for Falcone, Fish has a relationship with her. Fish was yeah. seeing her as, like, you know, family. Yeah. So it must have been, like, I saw Fish... Space. Want to stop. Yeah, like her face was like, good job acting on, on her part. Oh, yeah. But like you can see it in her eyes that she was just like, She's I, like not this, this, this not uh-huh, exactly. But then again, then again, um, uh-huh. she has to pick her spots. Because if she tries to stop that, no way she's living. Oh, but for sure. Also, at this time, Falcone's men were surrounding. Oh yeah. Oh men yeah. And women, excuse me. <laughs> were surrounding the group, um, you know, armed with guns out, yeah. ready to shoot whoever was going to defy this whole situation. We later learned they killed everybody else, not yeah. in the room. Yeah. All Except of, for fish, fish and butch. And butch. Fish, fish and butch, and then there's just all the other people we don't really just gone. Eh. 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 <laughs> <I> was, red <laughs> shirts. Yeah, she's, a bunch of red shirts. Fish Mooney has a lot of red shirts. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but poor Liza got choked to death. Uh, so uh, sad. And the the last sec- section second of her falling and holding onto that scarf that you know was kind of this keepsake for her. It was yeah. Just oh. Sad. And that final image when he drops the flower that oh, she man. handed him. Yeah. That's a tr- that was so yeah. And, good. And my favorite quote from Falcone today was, "I'm only disappointed in my own stupidity." Yeah. Where it's like. I think I think we've had a very complacent, almost not the same Falcone mm-hmm. up until this episode. And yeah. he, that's he even says, "I finally remember who I am." Yes, yeah. and I think Liza did her job, and Fish succeeded with Liza. She she distracted Falcone. She made put him into this mindset that he shouldn't have been in this whole time, mm-hmm. um, because this happened. But now he's back on his game. He's not leaving Gotham. No, so only craziness can happen in the next few episodes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Do you guys want to add anything else about uh, Fish and Falcone before we move on? Oh, there was Victor really quick. Victor yes. Zaz. Yes. Who tried to convince Falcone not to leave. Mm-hmm. But unsuccessfully. He unsuccessfully. couldn't do it. Yeah. But um, Victor's you know, whole purpose is to protect them. So if they were going to leave to the countryside, he would be protecting Liza and, mm-hmm. and Falcone. Yeah. But that didn't happen. Now Victor got his wish. Yeah. yeah. And he's still in Gotham. Yeah, still in Gotham. But... I guess that's it for the Fish and Falcone um, storyline, unless there's anything else you guys want to add. All no, good. that was... That was good. Okay. Well, we've got Barbara Keene, who made a short appearance. Yeah. Kind Ugh. of, again, really annoying. I'm like, God, so This has to so tie into silly. something. Yeah. It has to. It, yeah. But it's just, there's just too much time between her character doing things. And do it doesn't her par- make sense. Do her parents live in Gotham? They don't actually. I don't know. Is That's she good, in Metropolis? Yeah. Her parents Maybe. She in Starling City. Maybe. Where is she? Probably. I'm assuming she's in Gotham. Well, it, it was a good um, in, introduction to her family life. Her parents seem very cold and distant. Very mm. yeah. She doesn't seem like she can easily be like, "Hey, mom and dad, I'm coming to see you." They don't even know. They don't even really know much about Jim. It seems. Yeah. Um, I mean, she lies to them and says they're very happy. They're fine. Jim is mm. great, yeah. but they just, they don't care. They don't. I mean, her, when she said she's like, going to stay for a few days, she, her parents were like, oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> That's, That's so weird. weird. And uh-huh. um, real quick, also, we had a short Enigma storyline with, uh, what's her name? Christine Kringle? Kringle. Yes. Chris Kringle? Kringle. <laughs> Christine Kringle. I had crushed red velvet, because it was a red velvet cupcake, and there was a bullet in it. It was a silly 
a strange that was a, riddle. That was a silly riddle. Which and that's really all I have to say about it. Bullets are deadly. Bullets are deadly and a beautiful woman is a dangerous thing. Yeah. That's But a bullet by yeah. itself isn't deadly. A bullet <laughs> needs a... Th- I'm out. Crush no, dread, but Crushed if, red if the woman is the cupcake and she's dangerous, she could ignite that bullet and but do something. I don't know. But cupcakes don't do that. I think we're I'm really done. reaching for this to make sense. <laughs> I think he was, yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Let's move on to predictions really quick for the next few episodes the rest of the season. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Steve, why don't you go first? I feel like you have a lot all right. of predictions. And I'm going to take all of our predictions. No, so. I think Barbakeen's family, the only reason we're seeing them this week is because in the coming weeks, we're going to realize that <laughs> their their money, and ultimately her, are tied up in the Maroney-Arkham system, would be the best way to go about it. Also, I think um, Dr. Lee's involved. I said that. Mm-hmm. Dr. Lee's involved in this whole Arkham conspiracy, Ar- revolving door Arkham, I'd like to call it. Or the Electric Army. <laughs> or what, what did I write? I, the Electroshock Army. Yeah. Hashtag Electroshock Army. Um, <laughs> and I think uh, Dr. Jack has two more people he needs, including Maroney. So there's three more people he needs to get out and help. So he's going to start a whole army to, to get it. And Maroney's involved. Yeah. It's, it all comes back to Arkham. Ha, yeah. ha, has this whole season. Th- cool. Those are my predictions. Okay. Awesome. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention real quick. Um, at the very end, Gordon is in the men's locker room at GCPD, and in comes Dr. Tompkins. Yes. Uh, I was like, that's Asking ballsy. for the voodoo doll back. Yeah, she just walks, walks right, right in. Walks right on it, and that's when I was like, this girl is not who we think she yeah. is. Not to mention, last week we saw <clears throat> last week we saw no one staying at Gordon's apartment. Mm-hmm. This week we saw Barbara staying with her parents. Yeah. So Why there's, can't... There's just that... Awesome apartment, just empty. <laughs> well, maybe they're back. Ivy, and <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe they're I back just, there. I just there's a sitcom happening, right? <laughs> Ivy and Catwoman just in Gordon's apartment. They're cute. It's an but odd yeah, couple. Tompkins comes in and they have a conversation, and at the end they end up sort of making out. And that's when uh, another officer comes in and tells Gordon that there was uh, what was it? A f- attack at Fishmoney's or yes. yeah, shootout at Fishmoney's. Shoot shootout, shootout. Shoot <clears throat> that, that's the one where the episode saw. cuts off. So yeah. I don't know if you have any predictions about those two. <laughs> I, I don't have predictions as on those two, but I, th- I have a prediction. Now that the whole with Penguin, now that Maroni knows, I think that that's how they're going to go back to going back at each other. Maroni and Falcone. Mm-hmm. It's going to be because of Penguin. They're going to be back into each other's uh, war yeah. zone, and it's he's going to be in the middle. But do you think he'll get caught in the crossfire? Or do you think he'll prevail? Do you think he'll like? Oh, penguin. Yeah, penguin's gonna prevail. He's gonna prevail, uh, and I will. I assume he will prevail, and so will Falcone. Yeah, and Maroni will not. Yeah, some some. Capacity. And in the in the meantime, in the meantime, he has so much pull that Maroni will have to work with him. Yeah, which family got the uh, Arkham Asylum? Both, but Maroni got deal? Maroni got cut into it more than he had been. Okay. Yeah. So maybe Maroni will work with um, yeah. Gruber down the line. Yeah, yeah you're right. He's involved. <laughs> <laughs> um, Do you have any other That's it. predictions? Yeah. Well, we saw in the next episode that Mooney's going to get tortured yeah. by mm. um, Falcone's guys, it seems. Um, but obviously, I think she's going to come out of it, and she's probably going to start her own family um, since she's not getting Falcone's anymore. Um, but um, probably try to get Penguin back. Yeah. yeah. Perhaps. Maybe oh. lure him with some other enticing or offers. Can, or she'll partner with Maroni. Or maybe Ooh. she'll work for Penguin. Dun, dun, dun. 
I don't know. She, I think she might have to work for Penguin. Yeah. If she's trying to side with Falcone, but then she'll take over. Because at this point, he's higher up than her. Yeah. Let's. In terms of reputation and reverence. And thus ends our speculation moment. Yes. <laughs> it's all connected, it's guys. It's all connected. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. That is the end of our podcast for episode 12 for Gotham. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. But in the meantime, you guys can hit us up on social media. Steve, where can everyone find you? Everybody can find me at Steve Kaufman. That's K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. I also do the Modern Family podcast. And Suits will be back January 28th. Cool. Monty? You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Monty Bolanos. M-O-N-S-E-B-O-L-A-N-O-S. You can also catch me on the Scorpion panel. Sweet. With and Nando. Yeah, Nando. Hi, Nando. <laughs> where can everyone find you, Nando? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> where can they find me? They can find me on Twitter and Instagram at NandoVel. N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L. Thank you, guys. Cool. <laughs> and you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at J-A-J-O-U-R-I. And you can find me on the Sunday Night Shameless podcast and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. when it comes back and The Walking Dead when it comes back. And we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. <laughs> to watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 